In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday of the blessed month of Epith. And as you know, when there are five Sundays in a Coptic month, we consider it a blessing. So we read the Gospel of the Lord blessing the five loaves and the two fish. Today the Gospel is from Luke chapter 9. I'm sure you're all familiar with this passage. You know this miracle very well, especially because the Coptic Church loves Luke chapter 9. We pray this gospel every day in the ninth hour of the Agbeya. And at the beginning of Luke chapter 9, the Lord, He sent, like the beginning before the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, at the beginning, the Lord sent the disciples two by two throughout all the towns. And as they came back to the Lord, it says that the Lord took them into a deserted place. So, the disciples, they already had been on mission, they already had been exhausted, and they were probably very tired from their trip. And then they went to a deserted place thinking they're going to get some time with the Lord and just be alone with Him. And then it says after, when the multitude knew it, they followed Him. So this setting in the feeding of the 5,000, this was like an ambush. Like, this was like not intended. They followed him and he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who had need of healing. So this is the context of the gospel. And then the gospel of today, it starts after this. And then it says, when the day began to wear away... The twelve came and said to them, this is a deserted place, the hour is already late, send the multitude away so that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. Then the Lord, he said something amazing to them, amazing, or rather something very unexpected. He said to them, they don't need to go away. He said to them, you... Give them to eat. You give them something to eat. And the amazing or startling thing is that the Lord charged His disciples to do this, this task. If I was the disciple, I'd say, I didn't invite them here. And I'm like, from a situation that they came on their own, there's too many of them, send them away. Like, it's not my job, not my responsibility. Send them away into the towns and countries so that they can get their own food. We don't know these people. Uh, they're strangers. The, we didn't plan, Lord, you didn't tell us beforehand that we were going to, to feed them. So we didn't make any arrangements for them. So, like, this was an impossible task. And if I was the disciple, I would say, thank you, Lord. But, like... This is not my responsibility. This is not my job. And even in the Gospel of John, it's written that one of the disciples said, Lord, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that everyone may have a little. You know, 200 denarii, that is 200 days of work. And 200 days of work, when I did the calculation, it turned out to be that this could be enough to feed 2,000 people. And so, the idea of that, if 2,000, 2,000, or 200 denarii, this would be enough that everyone to get little fatfuta zay I give you at, like, at the end of Orban, kida. Yani, everybody just have enough to just, yani, taste the Orban, kida. Actually, thank God we have extra, yani, a lot less. 
Danny, just a taste. This is enough to give just like uh, like a provision. This isn't a meal. This is not enough to sustain them. That's what Philip was saying. And so, when the Lord spoke to the disciples and told them, You give them to eat, in my mind, I would have said, This is beyond me. This is not my job. I never signed up to be a waiter in the wilderness. And I feel the Lord wanted to teach His disciples and to teach us that the needs of the people are our responsibility. It's very easy in our cold American culture for everyone to just worry about themselves, for everyone to live in silos, and we can easily say about everything, this is not my responsibility, homie, it's not awful, homie, and deal with it, and push it to everybody else. But actually, like St. John Chrysostom, he said something, he said, nothing is colder Nothing is colder than a Christian who does not care about the salvation of others. Nothing is colder than a Christian who does not care about the salvation of, the, of others. I sense that the way we are living in society is not the way the Lord wanted us to live. The Lord could have called manna from heaven and fed the multitude. But He wanted the disciples to... Feed the multitude. He wanted his disciples to learn, you are responsible for each other. That's why St. John Chrysostom, he goes on to say, Being a Christian means to have a nature that naturally spreads goodness and light. As the sun cannot help but shine and give warmth. So this is your job as Christians, to be like a sun, to give light, to give warmth to society. To claim otherwise is an insult to God, denying the essence of being a Christian. Today, the message for us is that we are responsible for each other. We have a duty to care for one another. We have to feed one another. We have a duty to serve one another. And that's why today is about my responsibility in the church. And that's why I'm calling today, be an owner. Be an owner. You guys are owners. The first thing that I want to say about being an owner is that usually... Owners, they own things. That's what makes them owners. But if we take inventory of ourselves, actually we will find... Madishaga. I don't have anything. And this point was actually inspired by the fact that the Lord said, You give them to eat. But then His disciples said, We don't have anything to eat. And then, what's even nicer in the story is that it's not that the, the five loaves and two fish originated from the disciples. It actually originated from a little boy. As if to say, the disciples, they have nothing. They have nothing to offer. And actually, this is like the message, I think, is that God is telling us, I don't need anything from you. Everything is from, from me. And usually ownership is the result of one's own efforts. I own a business, I bought it. Or I own a house, I bought it. It's my effort. I paid for it. It's my, my job, my mortgage. Ownership is because of one, one's own payment. But ownership in the church is very different. Our ownership is actually stewardship. 
and you know stewardship is like supervising taking care of something but actually because the Lord is so good is what he has made is he made this line between stewardship and ownership is actually like like you can't even tell because he's given us so much freedom and so much liberty that you can't even tell are we stewards are we own, are we servants are we no we're own, like he made us owners that's why st. Paul will say you are co-heirs with Christ co-heirs with Christ you are co-workers with co-workers with Christ like what he has made you owner he has given you share how did he give you this ownership and this share by being baptized by giving you the Holy Spirit in confirmation now you have a share of you have the Holy Spirit in you so now you are owners the the Holy Spirit inside of you so now because we have a share of the Holy Spirit in us and the fullness of the Holy like in us now I recognize that I am part of the body of Christ and it's not just I am part of the body of Christ I recognize that Christ's body is my body that Christ's body is my body and so everything in that we have is the result of his grace C.S. Lewis he said something nice he said every faculty you have your power of thinking or your moving your limbs from one moment to moment is given to you by God Yani, we bring nothing to the table we bring five loaves and two fish we bring brokenness we bring our emptiness and the Lord fills the Lord fills that's why I love in the gospel it says he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven he blessed and broke and gave it to the loaves to the disciples and the disciples gave to the multitude Tachayalo, you're in the multitude who is giving you the food the disciples well, they don't know where it's coming from they just are passing out food and they're eating but they don't know that all the food is coming from Christ like he is the source he is like everything he is I feel like Anna we are like poor college children with rich parents we have nothing on our own but at the same time we have access to infinite resources this is the type of ownership that we have in the church I loved one quote on that Saint Cyril he says on this he says let no one say into no one say I do not possess suitable means like I don't own anything I'm on this what can what I can do is altogether trifling and insufficient for many like no one should say that overcome that reluctance which wins no reward the Savior will multiply the little you have many times beyond expectation so we bring nothing to the table but the Lord he's the one that multiplies that's the type of owners we are the second one is that because I have ownership I have responsibility in the church I have a responsibility to use my talents that God has given me every shareholder in a company he wants their shares to appreciate in the church our shares appreciate by using the talents that God has given me if you bury your talents then the shares do not appreciate I need to recognize that I have a duty to my brother I have a duty to my brother I am my brother's keeper 
You know, St. Paul wanted to teach the Corinthians this in the Pauline epistle today. Because they thought they were cool because the Holy Spirit was giving them gifts. And they had lots of talent. And they could all speak in tongues and do a bunch of cool things. And then St. Paul, he said something very nice to them. He said, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than all of you. I am so glad that I am better at speaking in tongues than all of you. Yet in the church, I would rather speak five words with understanding that I may teach others also than 10,000 words in a tongue. And St. Paul can ask this, that these people were just using their talents to show off, to be cool. And St. Paul wanted to show them, you have to use your talents for the ministry of each other. The Catholic epistle also spoke about another talent. It spoke about money. That's why the whole Catholic epistle about, Come now you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. It says, Indeed the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud. You didn't use your money to minister to others. You have a duty, if you have skills, talents, gifts, grace from God, you have, you have to use it for the brothers. That's what owners would do. That's how their shares will appreciate. Third, owners. Owners work behind the scenes. I love in this gospel, he said, make the group sit down in groups of 50. And they did so and made them all sit down. There was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And this is a big difference between owners and customers or guests. Guests or employees or whatever, they are consumers. They want a product. And they care uh, that the product, that's all they care about, the product is good. And actually, I'm worried that many people treat church as like a Sunday activity. They just want to come to be fed and just chill and to watch a show, to hear a good word. Haha, cool, peace, nice. But this isn't like, this is just guests. Into are supposed to be owners. You guys are the owners. The owners are in the back. They are in the kitchen. They're the ones preparing the scene. Like, they're the ones that are waking up early to prepare Orban so that you can come in and have some or uh, some or bon. they're the people who were preparing the sunday school lessons so you, the people can come in and they can receive a like sunday school lesson they're the people that were here cleaning so when you came in this place would be clean they're the ones who are preparing food in the kitchen for the kids to have a meal after the liturgy and actually when you think about it i thank god for all the owners that are working behind the scenes to do the things that you just come and you see everything kida the IT team, the organizer of all the meetings, the prayer meetings, the Umadilagi, the the building management, the finances, the bookstore. Like all of these are owners and they're doing a lot of things behind the scenes. Today is an invitation to all of you to become an owner. 
to do work behind the scenes. The owners are always doing work behind the scenes. So ask yourself, what am I doing behind the scenes? How am I supporting the ministry behind the scenes? This is how I can be a, an owner. Another difference between owners, or another way we can be owners, is that owners are problem solvers. Another difference between the owners and the guests is that yani, owners face problems. They solve problems. They innovate through problems. Employees and guests, they do not want to deal with problems. So when things get difficult or things get sticky, the employer or the guest leaves. Yani, oftentimes, service in the church can be demoralizing. You plan something, it doesn't go according to plan. You feel abandoned. There can be tension. There can be conflict between servants. There can be a lot of stuff that goes on. And then many times, for example, in Sunday school, for instance, some of the servants will come and say, I want to quit because there's so many issues. The irony is that what's the reason that we are serving? The reason we are serving is because there's a lot of issues and we're the ones who are going to fix them so you give them to eat when there's a problem you don't run away from the problem you as an owner you go to God and you pray about it and you solve the problem you do something for the problem that's why I love what the Lord said about the hireling in the passage of the Good Shepherd. He said, a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, when he sees the wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not... He does not care about the sheep. He does not care about the sheep. Owners, they care about the sheep. They won't leave their sheep in the midst of of problems. They solve the problems. And lastly, the owners, they have a share in the reward. That's the beauty of being in ownership. Everybody wants to be partner in a company because partners, they receive... A reward, they receive a share, they get a bigger portion. Our Lord said, Assured that I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake in the gospel who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time and in the age to come eternal life. The servants, the owners, They're busy serving. But guess what? At the end, there's 12 baskets of remaining fragments for each and every person. Each and every disciple got his own basket to feed. So it's not like the Lord just leaves you dry, you're going to be... There is like a heavenly reward. I love what's written in the book of Malachi. It says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out on you such blessings that there will be not enough room for you to receive it. Like, like bring the Lord your tithe and the Lord is saying, and I will open everything up to you. This is for the owners. This is for the ones who are servants. Today, we saw... Actually, I want to do one little activity 
that uh, maybe before is we finish is that I love this idea of that we are feeding each other you give them to eat and if you were to imagine like do this activity with me is now like everybody feeds someone to your right or to your left kada feed them feed them yalla stand extend your hand kada and like everyone feed each other you will find that you'll find that everyone is like crossing together like and actually this is what i believe saint paul he spoke about in his epistles so many times he says that we have become knit together that we've become knit together تخيل like you're feeding me i'm feeding you كلنا feeding each other then the church da becomes like knit together like a fabric woven together so tight and then all the owners working together in peace and to be yeah today the gospel is about being owners we are owners even though we don't own anything we don't own anything and the owners they have to use their talents in teaching in money to use their talents for the ministry the owners are the ones who are working behind the scenes into working behind the scenes to work behind the scenes in some in some way owners are the problem solvers and owners have a big share in the rewards and glory be to god forever amen